for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think. Jamil Zainashev and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy, hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters. Greetings, cretins. How are y'all today? Ah, <laughs> uh, John, John, John. It was good to yes. uh, it's good to be at the uh, the Homebrew Conference. There yeah, are shows we're, there. We haven't uh, we haven't been together since then. Yeah, it's uh, well, we've both been busy. I know. Um, I was in South Africa for a couple weeks right after that. Yeah, how was South Africa? It was very nice. Um, they they do a beer boot camp down there, which is kind of mingle uh, home and craft brewers, mm-hmm. and um, had had some very nice beers. Um, this is their third year doing it, and uh, I must say, like everywhere else I've gone in the world, you know, when the craft you know beer uh, breweries start up. You know, there's always those first hesitant steps, few bad beers, you know, few off flavors. But um, you know, when brewers get together and talk and try each other's beers, you know, within two years, huge improvements. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. there's some really exciting beers being brewed in South Africa now. Mm-hmm. So, really good time. Cool. I went to uh, after the conference. I went to Chicago and spent a week in Chicago. Uh, Visiting accounts and doing some events and and having a good time. Went to a couple of breweries uh, and uh, had a had a really good time at a couple of breweries there. And then um, went to Indiana, where I thought I would see John Blickman. Ah, our good friend. Our good friend. I mean, John Blickman. He's sponsoring the show. He's paying for the show, so you don't have to. Now. That immediately should make him a friend to everyone out there that listens to the show. And on top of that, he is a brilliant mind that produces some incredible, you know, uh, new technology for brewing. He's always thinking. Always thinking. And, um, you know, I, I would suggest going, getting yourself over to BlickmanEngineering.com and uh, checking out all the uh, the great stuff they have there, all the new things that they uh, – I'll tell you, you know, one of the things that I was impressed with, because I had not seen it in person before, I really haven't uh, – we really wasn't excited about this Riptide pump. I mean, I think you told me about oh, yeah. it, but, John, your your descriptive abilities really <laughs> just, just lacking. I don't know. Man, man a few words. Man, man a few words. Um, and most of them uh, are uh, curse words. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I really didn't get quite the description you were you were laying on me. But when I was at the conference and I got to see the Riptide pump in person and uh, John Blickman uh, took it apart for me, should I was like, wow. All right. This is really cool. I mean, the, the, the head disassembles in, you know, s- split seconds. You're, you can have this thing apart and, and cleaning it in a moment. With uh, traditional pumps, you've you're, you got to undo the screws and all that. It takes forever to get the thing apart. This, if you want to make sure that thing's clean, you know, you do it every brew just, just because yeah. it's that easy. You know, yeah. the, the outlet and inlet direction is completely 
uh, changeable. So if you wanted to, you know, go out this way or that way, uh, you can just change that around. Um, uh, the, 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 the bleed off device to keep it, that thing from uh, backing up with air. I mean, there's just so many great innovations in that thing. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. If, you know, if you want a good head on a pump, see Blickman. <laughs> right. That's, that's the bottom. John line. will make sure you get good head. Um, the uh, the the heat sink fins on those things uh, to uh, take the heat. You know, when you're pumping boiling wort, you need to disperse heat, or the the motor can overheat. Is is really one of the problems. The windings and all that overheats, and the motor will shut down. So having that heat sink on there actually helps quite a bit as well. I think I think it's just brilliant. He, I mean, he took something that was adequate and made it fantastic. I mean, that's the kind of things he does. Anyways, I I ramble on, but if you get a chance, go to BlickmanEngineering.com. You can send an email to feedback at, at BlickmanEngineering.com. Tell them how much you appreciate that they, they support this show. Um, but check out the Riptide. If you're in the market for a pump, I think it's it's worth every penny. Absolutely. I am not, not bullshitting you. Uh, let's see. Today. What do we got planned for today? Well, uh, back in March, I went to uh, Fuller's in England and yeah, right. brewed a, a collaboration brew with uh, my good friends there. And uh, my good friend Henry is is uh, on the line with us he uh henry what's your uh what's your uh title there uh do you want my title that i've given myself or my <laughs> official one uh, my my official one is i am a brewing team leader ah sounds pretty boring because i don't actually lead my team they lead me um i like to think of myself as just a humble production brewer really I just try and help to get things done. So that is that the title you've given yourself, Humble Production Brewer? Or is it God of something? Actually, I gave myself the title Innovation Brewer, and then I was told by my boss that I now had to own it. <laughs> uh, right, right. So, yes. So call, call me what you will. You know, I'm, I, am, I am merely just an apprentice brewer. Well, I will, really. I will say this. Uh, when I was there, they seem to really – your bosses seem to really like you and to, to think – uh, you know, quite a bit of you and your innovative abilities. They they were on their best behaviour. Um, <laughs> but yes, well, no, thank you for saying that. Yeah, they they have allowed me a very very long leash, uh, especially with the uh, with the with the beer that we uh, made together. Right. So it was a a blackberry gosa. Which uh, I still can't believe he did it now. Really, every time I mention it to somebody, I mention it to Scott. He's like, "What Fuller's doing? Like a sour? Huh? It's like they don't they don't do sours, do they? It's like, well, not before. Yeah, they do now. Yeah, so not for 172 years. Right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's mind blowing. Right. One of the one of the coolest things about it was. Um, and I'm going to jump around here, you know, while we're talking. Uh, I, one of the coolest things was at one point Henry's like, "Hey, have you heard about the the brew logs?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, the, the, they've got brew logs, handwritten brew logs that go back, you know, ages. So uh, he's like, "Here, you know, take a look at." It. So here's the book 
this hundred year old brew log. He's like, yeah, you know, knock yourself out. Wow. I'm flipping through this thing, and uh, I'm like, is it okay if I take a picture of it? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. Took a picture of it. And at one point, um, we got a picture of the log from 100 years prior to the day we were brewing. Wow. And uh, I'm like, can I post on social media? They're like, yeah, go ahead. So post on social media as well. As It's just so cool to see what they were brewing 100 years ago to the day. That we were brewing the guys. Nice. What was it? Do you remember? What was the beer? Um, Porter? No. I was hoping you weren't going to ask that. I've forgotten as well. <laughs> it was oh, It was uh, like a... Um, I have a friend who, who like researches these logs, and he looked at it, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's you know this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Now I forget. It was like some I sort of pale. at that time, they did a lot of sort of Burton strong ales and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of thing back back then, I would say. I think that's what it was, like a Burton Strong. Well, it's mind-blowing, too, because every time you read the Wikipedia article on something that's old, especially as old as Fuller's, it mm-hmm. always their records were destroyed in a fire in 1911. Right. It's amazing that they've, they've survived this whole time. They've, there's been brewing on that site for 300 years. Wow. And it's like the last brewery, you know, you know uh, historic brewery left in London. That's so cool. And they hadn't had a beer go sour until you got there. <laughs> right. Leave well, none that we'd allowed to leave anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and Henry, you, you came from, uh, uh, I, I think your, your, your history of getting into brewing and brewing is, is actually quite interesting. And um, uh, why don't you tell everybody you know, how you got started? Um, well, uh, I was uh, I was about 26 years old when I realized I wanted to be a brewer. So I was in retail, and I was slowly developing a hatred for the general public. I just couldn't really handle them anymore, so I realized I had to do something else. Um, and then a mate came back from Australia, and he was starting to tell me about brew pubs in Australia. And I was like, this is an incredible idea. I need to do this for London. Uh, so this was about 2008. So unbeknownst to me, underneath the surface, there was this craft beer bubble just bubbling away. And I just leapt into it without having any real idea about the, of the science that was involved or all the hard work. I just thought I could make a big success of it. And then reality hit when I had to go back to school to get my science uh, grades to go to uh, Harriet Watts up in Edinburgh to their brewing school. And, um, yeah, and then I started working in some microbreweries and Harvey's as well for a wonderful summer down near Brighton. Um, yeah. And then uh, Harvey's got a job at Fuller's. Yeah, yeah Harvey's. Incredible. Is, they've, they've been brewing at Harvey's like, you know, you. it's impossible to get a tour of Harvey's, right? You can yes. ask. But they're just like, you know, we can't do them anymore. You know, we have like a three-year waiting list. You know, forget it. They don't even respond to you anymore. But uh, Henry was able to get me into Harvey's for a tour. <clears throat> and... He had told me they it's it's like they're brewing five hundred years ago. It's pretty much the same thing. Well, and sure, yeah, enough, seventeen seventeen ninety nine is when they started on that site or something. Incredible, yeah. uh, open for manners, and um, you know, just it, it, very cool. It's, what is, um, what's their boil system like? Uh, well. Um, beautiful i would say i mean there's there's one pump in the whole place it's very very victorian sort of gravity 
th- fed, I should say, um, apart from the pump that takes it from the copper through to the, uh, uh, so the hot back, I should say, to the uh, power flow, which is also manually operated. That was my job over that summer. That was terrifying. Everything is in Fahrenheit, um, which is very difficult for people <laughs> from the UK now. And um, the actual temperature gauge was, the pressure gauge was broken. So you had one valve controlling the hot beer coming through, and then you had the other one controlling the cold water. And you were just 155. That seems really warm for the yeast, but I think that's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) So a really magical place. Yeah. um, Well, and and so you you got yourself over to Fuller's somehow. You must have impressed somebody in your interview, which – which is is surprising to me. Now, now, Henry, I love you. I count you as a dear friend. But you, you, I don't know that you're really the best, you know, uh, right out of the gate. I would imagine in an interview you might say something, I don't know, inappropriate. Not in a, uh, a crude way, but you might say something inappropriate in a, just a very honest, straightforward way. Well, to be honest with you, Jamil, I was so <laughs> certain that I would not get the job at Fuller's that when I went for the first interview, I was like, this is fantastic. I'm getting a tour round with the brewers. I can ask all these questions. There's no way they're going to give me the job. Right. I'm not, you know, Fuller's material. <laughs> so imagine my horror when they rang me up the same day to say that I'd got a second interview. Yeah, I was yeah. as astonished as anyone else. <laughs> So you, you were, now have a chance to come back and change your answers. You were you were so re, you were so relaxed that uh, you know it was it was just uh, very natural. I'm sure. Exactly, and then but then in the second interview, I was completely different. I was totally <laughs> uptight. On my face went beetroot red. I was just stumbling through the answers, and I was there being interviewed by um, the chief, you know, one of the chief executives of the company, the head brewer, all these people, and. I, I was kind of spluttering, and I could see Georgina Young, my boss, sort of looking at me a bit like, what's, what's happened to you? Uh, but I managed <laughs> so, to kind of stumble through. You know? He was so good before. What, what, the, what the heck? <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so close. <laughs> he had something to lose. Exactly. All right. I am I'm very uh, far behind on taking a break here. Um, <laughs> got to take a break, and then uh, if, if, I want to hear more about uh, Fuller's. I think Fuller's is an amazing place, and I think it is every bit as cool as Harvey's, believe it or not. I think there's history there and amazing people. It's, it's one of my favorite breweries. So I want to hear more about that uh, when we come back. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back right after this. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all green brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack. 
stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent-pending mash and boil 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. Double wall construction adds to efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature rest mashing is easy to do all for under 300 bucks they also feature the mark II work pump a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much as well as exclusive brewers edge regulators and quality keg king kegs and disconnects check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to bruise their vast selection Back to your hosts, Jamil Zainashef and John Palmer. Putting the testicles in technical. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. We're talking with my good friend uh, Henry Kirk. He's the uh, brewing innovation leader at... Uh, 
Ed Fuller's. I thought <laughs> yes, I am. Innovation God, I thought I heard. The God of Innovation. There you go. <laughs> well, and I will say that, uh, you know, I don't think anyone else really could have gotten Fuller's to brew a Gosa than Henry. I think it would, would have just been impossible. W- was it a hard sell? Henry? Um, well, it depends who you talk to. Um, the people who didn't want it yeah. or the people who did? It was, um, I, do, I don't know. A lot of people seem to think that I kind of ambushed Fuller's into doing it. I would say that that's wrong. I spoke to lots of very important people. Unfortunately, those important people didn't talk to each other. Mm. So it suddenly seemed like a big shock. Um, but then, you know, I could ke- keep it going by saying, well, Jamil's coming. He's flying in. I can't tell him that we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> and the British <laughs> being... can't be uh, rude. Yeah, the British aren't going to be rude, so they're going to do it anyways and just pour it down the drain when I'm not there and not looking. <laughs> I mean, it could really not be being sold. They could just be faking all these uh, untapped posts and uh, these untapped check-ins, you know? And uh, it really just, uh, the moment I left, it just, they opened the valve and right down the drain. But uh, I don't know. Henry wouldn't, Henry wouldn't lie to me. Henry, so. how many of those check-ins are yours, be honest? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not actually um, uh, on untapped. I only actually downloaded Skype today to do this interview. So I'm incredibly untechy. So they weren't me. So. <laughs> well, and- well J- Jamil, describe the beer for us, if you would. Uh, well, uh, a blackberry goza. So, uh, you know, goza being, um, you know, slightly tart, um, a little bit of salt, a little bit of coriander, and then, um, you know, we added uh, blackberry to it. So the, the, no real hop bittering or, you know, it was all done by the blackberry and the uh, the coriander? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we threw in a little bit of bittering. I don't remember. Okay. It was just a few IBUs. Yes, five five kilos of uh, salts. Oh, okay. And this is in in U.S. barrels. It's two hundred and eight barrels. Wow. Yes. Okay. It's a, a massive, massive thing. Well, and I think you know what what's interesting is I think you know Henry, you've done Fuller's a great uh, service here in you know getting this this through. I don't think it hurt Fuller's in any way, and the. People who are amazed and excited and interested in Fuller's because of this, um, you know, people that I, I normally talk to, they're just like, well, yeah, Fuller's, it's it's great, it's traditional, uh huh, uh-huh. you know, uh, they're not really excited about anything, and and this excited those folks. This made them like, whoa, I need to pay more attention to Fuller's because look at what they're doing. So I think that you know it was a great a great boon to uh, Fuller's. Yes, and that was, and that was, in all seriousness, that was a big part of why we wanted to do it because we really wanted to show people that we had the sort of technical expertise to be able to pull this off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we we really did it, you know. And it was the best thing about it for me was how incredibly motivated—not that they're not anyway—but how enthusiastic the whole team were and how everybody, as you saw, Jamil, how everyone chipped in and solved all the many, many issues that I hadn't really thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone just jumped in, and that was that was what was uh, fantastic about it for me, really. Well, I, I was so impressed with... And, you know, we, we get around about the, the Bruin at Goza thing, but, uh, you know, I think there was a lot of support from the brewing team about Bruin the Goza, and they really wanted to see this thing succeed. The number of people that came around when we were doing things like um, 
you know, just running the paraflow or, uh, you know, throwing in the, uh, the bacteria. I mean, it was, I, 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 I joked when, when it was happening, but the cameras clicking and I'm like, this must be the most photographed moment in Fuller's history. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know? everyone's really excited to see us pouring bacteria into the kettle. Um, and uh, Henry isn't kidding when when he says the you know the hurdles that had to be overcome, but such a great brewing team that you know really had um, you know this this is a, a group of clever uh, you know passionate individuals that want to make this happen and the and the brewing system as set up is is designed to brew uh, party guile and brew you know beers of certain strengths in in certain sequences. And when you try and kettle sour something overnight and then, you know, move it back into the sequence, it's got a sequence number and now it's not in the sequence anymore. And you're telling it, well, it's in the kettle. It's like, no, it's in the fermenter. You know, that was that was yesterday. You know, you, you, that, that beer doesn't exist. What are you doing? You can't do that. So there was a lot of little challenges trying to cool down the, the wort to, um, you know, 37 degrees. Uh, C uh, just isn't something that the system, the computerized paraflow system, is designed to do, and you know it, it's meant for going much colder and not for knocking out from one kettle into another kettle. So um, there were a lot of challenges. It was a lot of fun. It was two days I was there, and I loved every minute of it. Did you bottle? Uh, no, the the thing wasn't. Uh, done when i, I left okay. by the time it was. what is, is the plan to bottle this beer no i think it was all draft draft only is that correct Andy? yes all, all in all in 30 liter ke- uh, kegs yeah so i have not tasted and, it and oh yes you you will you will you will that's <laughs> uh, that's a promise but jamil you'll be delighted to hear that amazingly we we sold it all right we kegged it all it's all gone <laughs> you saved me a keg well, yes, there, there are still kegs waiting export, so I'll see what I can do. All right. Yeah, I, I, will, <laughs> I will come by the brewery, and I, I expect to taste that. Well, that I, sounds I, really good. Oh, yeah. I can, I, hey, all right, so what are we brewing next? New England IPA, yeah? <laughs> A hazy IPA? <laughs> come on, let's yes. get that one on the um, schedule. Well, it's funny you should say that because we're actually doing a collaboration brew with um, Cloudwater on Thursday. Oh, um, which will be a. Oh, I don't know what the hell it's going to be, but it's some sort of northeastern IPA thing. Ah. Um, and it's the most incredible beer that I've ever tried to design because we've literally just added the maximum amount of hops we can in every single step of the, of the brewing process, <laughs> of the cold side, I should say. And um, someone asked me to calculate the BUs, and I just said, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. My, my, my formulas do not work with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we will just have to see what it turns out like. And um, how uh, opaque it is, I, 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 well, we'll just find out when it finally arrives in the glass, really. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, uh, the uh, have you tried any of the new techniques that we were talking about, like uh, dumping the uh, the uh, hop sump and uh, the troop sump, and uh, and then adding more hops in? They wouldn't let me do that. I've got to be honest with you. 
Everything that you said to me, Jamil, I did ask. All the insanity that. So we're there, and I'm, I'm like, all right. So here's here's all my ideas. And I was like, you could do this, you could do that. Here's the and so it's a brewery set up for party guile. And British brewing, you know, has traditionally been centered around party guile, getting many words from one mash. So I'm telling John Keeling about polyguile and where we are taking a wort from a mash dumping the grains and then using that wort to dough in another set of grains and he's right. looking at me like i've lost my freaking mind <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a, a super nice guy but i could just tell he was just like what in the hell are these people doing over in the u.s i mean they have lost their their goddamn minds I think you should do that too, Henry. You should make a really. We did, we did talk about it. That's the best thing. I mean, because having you there was fantastic because you were wackier than me. Because normally <laughs> I'm the one who's constantly pushing the envelope and saying, let's do this. And everyone's like, shut up. And yeah. then you were there. And they're like, like oh, Henry. Well, everything Henry says sounds normal. Yeah, Henry, you sound reasonable now. <laughs> <laughs> We did actually seriously discuss that for quite a long time, ah. but then we forgot about it because I think we got intimidated oh. about what we might have to do. I'll come back. We'll we'll do it when I'm there. They're just like, well, all right, sure. Um. <laughs> I think it's because we don't want to lose face in front of you. You know, we're like, oh yeah, we can do that. <laughs> right, right. Whatever he says, we can do. Well, yeah. I I think we just uh, don't want it. I think you know the 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 whole Fuller's Brewery is amazing. And I, I think, yeah, there's been a little bit of modernization since, you know, over time. You know, at my brewery, I, I'm always trying to get new equipment and, and modernize things, All the, you know, as soon as I can afford it. So, you know, nobody should poo-poo the fact that they've, you know, put in some newer equipment or built a better lab. Well, if it was good enough for King Edward, you know. (laughs) The place is still amazing. I mean, it is one of the coolest places. And there's, you know, uh, the rabbit warren of, you know, ladders and tunnels and and everything else that's going on there. Um, The first time I was there, uh, Henry uh, took me and uh, my friend Travis on a a little tour. And... um, he was like, well, you know, I'm not supposed to show people this, but come on anyways. And, you know, there were times when we had to, like, uh, hunker down and, and just about crawl to get through. And uh, it was uh, it was fascinating. And it is it is every bit as historic as as you imagine, you know, a 173-year-old brewery to be. So uh, really cool. And, and that the, yeah, the people are so, um, you know so technologically savvy and you know passionate about brewing you go to some bigger breweries and the people working there really don't give a crap they're like you know just workers in a factory not at fuller's these people are passionate about beer and they 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 want the beer to you know they 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 want it to be the best and they want to you know experience it and they they they're really living that beer and um that's that's really what I find, you know, just just wonderful. Well, it's wonderful to hear you say that, and I wholeheartedly agree. 
Yeah, I, I, I just loved my time there. I thought it was one of the best experiences in my life. I, I told people, I don't know if I told you this, Henry, but I said it was the fourth best experience in my life, right? So I'm married and I have two kids. So there's one, two, and three. And so the Fuller's collab is number four. The only reason it's number four is because I'm married and have two kids. <laughs> well, it's right up there for me, Jamil. Fantastic. Well, all right. So did I tell you that while you guys were all gone to your meeting and I'm sitting there in the booth? The, so this is the second day. And uh, I don't know I don't know how much you were kidding, but you were like, hey, you know, all the brewing team needs to go to this meeting. We're going to be gone for about 45 minutes to an hour. You mind watching the brewery while we're gone? You know what you're doing. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, you've well, done the induction. Right. You know, you've been there for a full day. Right. You're like, if you could uh, rinse out the, the, the kettle, the troops up in, uh, you know, kettle one, you've got a, a, a batch of pride in number two. And uh, I'm like, uh, 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 okay, sure, sure. <laughs> And so I'm there. I go and rinse out the, the kettle. Uh, you know, uh, people are coming and giving me numbers. I'm like, somebody opens the door and goes, 40.5. I'm like, 40.5. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I write it down. I'm like, okay, 40.5, 40.5. What could that one's mean? The dump button again? Yeah. And then well, I'm like, just don't touch any buttons. Don't touch any buttons. And then the tour group. Did I tell you the tour group came through? And whoever's, whoever's leading the tour is kind of like, who the heck is that? I'm like, oh, well, whatever. And then the people on the tour, they're taking pictures of me. They're like, they're waving, hey. I'm waving back, hey. And they're, they're taking pictures of me. I'm sure I'm on Facebook somewhere as, hey, we did the Fuller's tour, and here's the brewer. <laughs> Someone must have recognized you in some photo somewhere on Facebook, like right. Jamil left right. heretic and he's a shift brewer at Fuller's. What is going on? Oh, it was fantastic! I'm telling you, I Jamil, loved it the so truth much. is, you were the brewer at Fuller's for that 45 minutes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, don't don't you forget it? I've done exactly. So Henry, my, Henry uh, to prove it. You put that on my resume now, yeah. um, Henry. You're going to come and brew at Heretic at some point. I am desperate to. We need to organize that, Jamil. Yes. I absolutely want it, want it to happen. It's it's a matter of, uh, I don't know, getting on a plane, come over here. We'll and just... it's a matter of Fuller's paying for it. But I will <laughs> work on that. I think it's vital for our exports to the USA that I come over. Be warned, yes. be warned, though, Henry, because the brewery Jamil was talking about earlier, where all the employees are just kind of there, it's basically just a factory. He was talking about heretic. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> well, tell, them you're, tell Fuller's that you're going over to learn advanced souring techniques. There you go. That's well, the one way to absolutely not get on that plane. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, who has great employees. When I was in Indiana, I went by Great Fermentations. I went to, to the two stores there. Oh, you did? I did. Awesome. Fantastic. One, beautiful stores. Clean, oh, yeah. well-organized, uh, great selection, and great smart people working there. You know, when when we say that, you know, they've got some of the best trained staff uh, in the business, and especially when it comes to like Blickman products, mm-hmm. they are uh, just fantastic. 
their customer service just you know they're just nice folks from and you know that stuff happens from the head down you know you you don't have an organization that has great people in it unless you know the people at the top are, are really you know exude the right attitude and that that really translates Brewing network excluded, of course, from that description. Well, they say the fish stinks from the head down. <laughs> this is why we have these odd odors here at the Brewing Network. And I'm glad you got to go there. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same day shipping. Um, uh, you know, wonderful folks. Um, you can check them out. Uh, GreatFermentations.com. Uh, they're on Facebook, Twitter, all that. If you get a chance, I would check them out. Good people, and um, really just uh, a boon, a boon. To uh, home brewing and 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 etc. All right, let's take one more short break, and uh, we'll be back and talk some more with Henry about uh, brewing at Fuller's right after this. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer Army, have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including White Labs, Y-Yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. The 21st. 
First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Back to the beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys. Brew strong. All right, we're back. Yeah, when we're in uh, Minnesota, we also, uh, John, hung out with the uh, uh, our, our good friend E. Rector. Oh, yes? <laughs> From Lamont. Um, no, uh, that that brew lab, we brew lab guys, yeah. continue to use that at Heretic uh, regular basis. That's our that's our data for our water and and somebody actually emailed me. It's like I'm a home brewer in Fairfield and uh, uh, the the local water report doesn't really show anything. Is this and Mickey Mouse? Who who emailed you? Oh, that's how I assume all you people are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, uh, hey, I, you know, I could have said, well, you know, why don't you spend twenty dollars and send it to you know. Uh, one of the testing labs and, and find out that way. But instead, I pull up the data from our regular water weekly water testing that we use with the brew lab and sent that to him and gave him nice, precise numbers on what the, the current water was. And uh, he was very thankful. But I would say this to you, if you don't have a brewery willing to do that for you, which I would not recommend harassing breweries for their water, for their water <laughs> testing. Because one, a lot of breweries are not bothering to test, and two, the ones that do, it's just like really, you know, this is another thing we need to do. Um, I would suggest getting yourself a, a brew lab kit. Uh, we have the the pro version, but you know the the homebrew version is every bit as accurate as the one we're using. You know, the homebrew has a few less tests, doesn't come with some of the, uh, uh, you know, uh, meters that, that the other one comes with. But every bit is accurate and every bit is valuable and cheaper to use per test than by far sending out, um, you know, for testing. It's mm-hmm. it's pennies. Quick, reliable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check them out. Uh, Lamotte.com, I'm guessing. Yep. There you go. Also available from quite a few homebrew shops these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you, you bug your homebrew shop for uh, to, to get them in. That's good stuff. If you're interested in water, that's that's the one to get. All right, uh, Henry, so uh, 
one question I'm sure people have on their minds is, all right, so Fuller's, they've been brewing 173 years, and, I mean, what do you attribute the success to of Fuller's, you know, and, and why is the beer so good? I mean, what, what tell us tell us your theory on all this. Wow, that is a huge question. Yes. Um, I think one of the real reasons why Fuller's has done so well is that they've just sort of stuck to their guns, really. Um, I don't want to get too historical about it, but when um, the campaign for real ale started in the 1970s, Fuller's were still sort of flying the flag for real ale or cask beer, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, and they really benefited from that because people realized that Fuller's made great beers. And um, the, the big thrill about showing people around is that we still have one of our 100... Uh, ooh, my mass here, 140-year-old mash tun is still there. And mm-hmm. we still pretty much mash in the same way. You know, we still are a traditional um, British brewery, and we've sort of kept to that. Um, but then also, as you as you saw, we've invested a hell of a lot of money in new technology further downstream to really kind of um, keep uh, the DO levels down in our beers, you know, really improve shelf lives and, and things like that. So we're it's a combination of being traditional but also being quite... You know, being very, very serious about innovation where we can sort of fit it in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, what what secrets can you tell us about, uh, so you're doing a, a, a hazy IPA. Um, did anything come of using the wisteria? So they have this wisteria tree at the brewery. It's like the 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 second wisteria tree planted in the U.K. This thing's like 150 years old, right? Um, Something like that. Well, we, we, we tell people that it's 300 years old. The building <laughs> it's attached to is only 200 years old. So you do the math. I don't know quite how, well, how that happened. But, you know, it's, it's beautiful. So several hundred years of brewers peeing on this tree after having a few pints has made this thing into a thing of glory. But I was telling Henry, you know, use that in a beer. This is, again, the, the insanity that, that I brought to Fuller's. I'm like, you know, wisteria, a little bit poisonous, and it's all right. I, yes, again, we did look into that, but we, we did get nervous eventually, uh-huh. I'm afraid. Because I think when you arrived, you arrived, it was just about to blossom. Uh-huh. So we were like, look, we've got this beautiful two-week window yes. to harvest. Yes, yes. Uh, but um, yes, sadly, or maybe not so sadly, we 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 kick that one back into the long grass we'll wait until next year to discuss it again oh my gosh all right we we need to get on the record right now i will come back again at the blossoming time of the wisteria and we need to brew another beer using the wisteria and it would such an amazing story that would be it, it would it would i don't yes they might, they might not let you back in, Jamil. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Hey, hey the Goza worked out fine. It did. And also, sorry, I should say on the subject of the Goza, that our microbiologist, Tommy, who I think you met, he was, mm-hmm. he was the one tipping in the bacteria, he did an incredible job culturing that up. Yes. He really sort of made it all happen. And he would be incredibly upset if I didn't give him any respect or props for that because i know he feels that you know he hasn't been given the uh, accolades he should have done because he really made that whole thing work uh yeah and i i think the whole team uh really really uh, you know pulled it off 
you had to, uh, to open up uh, some part of the uh, the feed system and cram in bags of rice hulls uh, uh, to to make that work, right? <laughs> yes. So what was what was the 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 port you oh, were putting yeah, sorry, in? Oh yes, yeah. yes, the oat husks. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I forgot. I, I, bl- I blame that out. I'm sorry. It was yes, such so torture. We, but, well, because it's a single infusion mash tun, you know, so you've just got the false bottom there. There's no, um, you know, loud ton arm or any of that other stuff that I don't understand about German brewing systems. We, um, this beer, this goes up with 50% wheat. So normally we can't, the, the mash tuns can't deal with perhaps even 15% wheat, a malted wheat as a total grist. So um, I had to get some oat husks in in true homebrew style and open up the rollers of our 100-year-old um, four-roller mill, open that up and pour these oat husks into the top so that they could go through the mill and out to the conveyor system that would take it over to the grist cases. Um, so, yes, that was I had, that was about 20 bags worth. So that was <laughs> half a tonne. And unfortunately, one of All the morning. bags was just pull, uh, was full of oat... Uh, husk fluff is the only way and I'd gone so into the zone of doing it I didn't notice until basically it looked like I filled the the mill with cushion innards Um, (laughs) so I then had to and unfortunately this was halfway through so I had to hoover that all back out again that was a really low moment at about 8pm that night Um, but that was and if that's not craft I don't know what is and the best thing was is that I could see those oat husks glinting at me in the, from the mash bed. I could see each, almost each individual one, you know, and that's how I knew it was worth it. When we didn't get a stuck mash and it just looked lovely and clear, it was all worth it. Well, yeah, yeah you showed true dedication to your little well, husk I children. I couldn't stop at that point, you know. Right, right, yeah. Oh, there was, there was, uh, there was a moment where you told me, you're like, I'm not sure this is going to happen. When we were at the the paraflow, we're trying to get the the wort from uh, boiling down to you know 100 Fahrenheit or 37C, it just wasn't working. And you were like, I don't know if this is going to work. And uh, it was challenging all the way th- all the way through. It was, and like a true manager, I delegated to you and Amanda. And you guys got it done, basically. <laughs> I was so impressed. Jamil, your attention to detail there, you were so instinctive about these things. You were just looking at it, and you were talking to Amanda, our power flow operator, and you just got it done. And I was looking on in awe. Like, this is it. These guys are really bringing us, taking us over the hump here. Yeah, it was kind of an idiot savant moment. <laughs> I was staring at the screen. I didn't really know what I was looking at. Um, but I had a feeling that that we needed to double the speed and i told the i told her like double the speed and everyone's like double the speed i'm like yeah double the speed everyone's like uh <laughs> double the speed and then you were kind of like well yeah go ahead and uh it it worked and uh, what i realized later on is i instinctively knew that the sensor coming out of the the, the that was measuring the the outflow of the temperature was further away from where the glycol and water and all that was being applied. And so there was a lag time between the two. And by the time the, the, the flow reached that sensor, uh, it was either too cold or too hot. And so it was vacillating wildly. 
And had the sensor been closer, the, the flow could be less. But with the sensor at whatever distance it is, I don't know, it, we needed more speed so that the, the feedback loop was tighter. And I don't know how I knew that, but I just sensed it and <laughs> knew it at the time. So, hey. Yeah, I mean, it was magical to watch, Jamil. And also, because what um, the listeners have got to remember is that we'd actually cracked open our paraflow at this point. So we'd kind of done some things. We'd opened mm-hmm. up some four-inch um, uh, <laughs> pipework on one copper and connected a hose to right. the paraflow and then sent it round to the other to the other copper right. um, to enable this to happen. So it was it was looking like a ungodly mess in the first place and then we started it out <laughs> well, so you... I was practically clinging onto the hoses because I just thought that they were going to start kind of whipping around because I've never seen the power flow look like this the, the, the system is designed to uh, go out of the when they say paraflow they're talking about heat exchangers to the f- fermenter and you had to fool it into thinking it was going to the fermenter but then pipe it back to go to the kettle with the brewer hose and um, yeah it was it was it was a, a, a very questionable moment and um, I mean the heat, the heat exchanger can run at 600 hectoliters an hour so mm-hmm. it really whips through so yeah that we that was as we say in England squeaky bum time. <laughs> Speaking of squeaky bump time, uh, have you used the uh, the Brew Guru app? Uh, the AHA has this this Brew Guru app, and it's it's one of the resources that they provide to uh, membership that will show you all the great places to get the AHA discount at uh, various uh, uh, brew breweries and restaurants and uh, homebrew shops and. It is fantastic. It's quick. They got a lot of information that you can uh, uh, have access to if you want to. They curate uh, what they feel is some of the best articles uh, for knowledge. And then you can get that through the app. It really is cool, and you can get it by going to uh, the AHA uh, website and um, looking for the Brew Guru. They also have that thing available through uh, all your your app locations like uh the the google play store and uh the app store and uh the small child that lives at the end of your couch probably has it you know (laughs) things like that so check it out and is the brew guru app all right i need to take one last break uh before we wrap it up uh so we'll be back and uh, hopefully uh henry you can stick around and and finish up with us uh right after this Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications, with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing Recipes, Tales, and World Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com Brewers Publications All the best on beer and brewing. 
Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and a home brewer's answer book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com are you a member of the white labs customer club if not you should be it's the easiest way to earn free stuff for turning in your old homebrew labels from either vials or pure pitch all you have to do is save your labels and redeem them for things like free yeast an exclusive white labs t-shirt or sweatshirt and even the opportunity to brew with the yeast man himself chris white signing up is easy just go to whitelabs.com slash customer club fill out the registration form and then mail in your labels they will return the favor by sending you awesome white labs swag go sign up today at whitelabs.com slash customer club white labs pure yeast and fermentation since 1995 learning to brew has never been so disgusting this is brew strong all right. The Homebrew Label Awards are back. Submit your artwork at homebrewlabelawards.com and let your homebrewing peers shower you with votes. They'll spray those votes all over you, apparently. The labels with the most votes can win fabulous prizes. Pretty easy, huh? Last year, we handed out over $5,000 worth of prizes to the winners, and this year, we're doing it again. No labels, no problem. You can check out the cool labels being submitted and cast your vote or vote on your favorite ones. Help your fellow homebrewer achieve fame and glory. That is homebrewlabelawards.com. You know what I miss most about this show is uh, the <laughs> disgusting look on Bevo's face whenever you make jizz-related jokes. <laughs> I miss that. Oh, yeah, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> yeah, you got hey, your back Bevo. to her. <laughs> Looking great, Bevo. Join <laughs> oh, the jizz-related jokes. So good. Hey, somebody's got to do them. Somebody needs to keep the, the jizz jokes going. Somebody. Oh, Henry, you chose the right show to be on. That's for sure. Um, yes, I, 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 I've drifted off. I, I couldn't. I couldn't hear those words from your mouth, Jamil. It was too much. <laughs> well, if you want anything for your resume, being on the show, I mean, really, you know, put carry this around on a on a you know, get, get like a, a big bag of flash drives, copy this show to them, and uh, everywhere you go, just hand them out like business cards. Say, hey, you know, here's me, uh, you know, really proud of this this appearance on uh, on Bruce Strong. I think, uh, yeah. The first hour, definitely. <laughs> After minute fifty-six, it, it really fell off a cliff. Yeah, usually about ten minutes in, that's that's when it starts getting a little rough. Um, so 
the, what what haven't we covered? John, have you did, did you get? A, I've well, been tying up the conversation here. <laughs> well, I, I do have uh, quite a few questions on uh, Party Guile, and and for those of us that didn't actually go to Fuller's and you know get shown around, I would love to hear you know more step by step, you know hallway by hallway descriptions of uh, brewing at Fuller's because that's you know the, not to not to riff on Monty Python too much, but you know Fuller's is one of those uh, holy grails of English brewing for us here in the states. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. We are out of time. <laughs> great question. If you, if, if, great questions. If you can talk uh, Henry into staying another hour, and like uh, when he needs to get up uh, at the crack of dawn to get to Fuller's at the crack of dawn, um, you know, if you can convince him to stay another hour, we'll, we we can carry him over to the next show. I, I would love to, Henry. What's your schedule like? Do you have uh, five ten minutes free? Or well, it, no, it, we're it, talking it, hours. It would be my honor. It would be my honor, John. Excellent, excellent. So that's good because I'm dying yeah, to know about the black berries too. We're, we're going to stretch five, ten minutes into two hours, I'm sure. But uh, well, excellent. We'll have to roll it over the next show because we're out of time. Yeah. Everybody okay with that? I am. All right. Yeah, sure. sure. Okay. If you, I mean, if you want me to hang on for the, another hour. If if that's okay. I, I know you've got the long uh, train ride and all that, so, and you have to be there at the crack of freaking dawn, so uh, it's much appreciated. All right. Uh, great show. Thank you, Henry. Uh, thank you, Fullers. Thank you, John Blickman. Thank you, Great Fermentations. Thank you, thank you to everybody. Thank you, Scott, You're for welcome. coming in nice and, and making this happen yeah. at, at, a, at an odd hour for us. Uh, and thank you, Bevo, for everything else. Um, I enjoyed this. And if you enjoy this, I would strongly suggest you check out our sponsors and check out the Brewing Network store. You go to thebrewingnetwork.com slash store, and you're going to find all sorts of interesting goodies in there. Right now, they're running a great special on surfboards. They are 50% off on some high-end surfboards. It's got the the uh, Hop Grenade logo on there. It really looks cool. It is like a top high-end professional surfboard that normally uh, sells for thousands and they're what, like, you know, 300 bucks a yeah, piece Yeah, we're now? giving them away, yeah. Free shipping, too. Yeah. Uh, now, it's limited quantity, so <laughs> if you hear this, hurry to the store. Um, if there's no more available, then you must have missed out. Um, really, a fantastic deal. you gotta, you got to get yourself in there. Uh, there's lots of other good stuff in there. There's, uh, you know, uh, growlers and, and shirts and hats and stuff but the surfboards that's next, what you want. next week we hope to have bass boats the bass boats are coming bass boats all right <laughs> until then we're strong everybody <laughs> strong strong